spoon. God damn, Jimmy, this some serious gourmet shit. Me and Vincent would have been satisfied with some freeze-dried tasteless choice, right? <laughs> Me sprays this serious gourmet shit on. It's always a gourmet. It's online, Big Blue. It's Tim, bringing you the best New York Giants sports talk entertainment. Want to talk about the ridiculousness of OBJ to the Giants and Brian Dable FaceTiming the wide receiver who tore his knee in February. But we're going to talk about that in a minute. We're also going to talk about how... In some regards, the bloom has come off the rose for certain Daniel Jones enthusiasts as the Giants start winning. Or as the Giants have started to, or I should rephrase it, as the Giants have won two games in a row. There, there, is, this, there is this swell, there is this underground swell of, of I, don't, I don't even know what to call it, but it's there, there's been a swing in the pendulum in reference to Daniel Jones by certain people in regards to what his abilities may actually be. And we're going to get to that in a moment. But I want to talk about the Odell Beckham Jr. crap. So evidently, it's been reported that Brian Dable has been FaceTiming the wide receiver and uh, discussing you know, certain things, the free agent, and talking about possibly bringing him into the New York football giants. Okay, this, this is like the unique uh, Yannick Ngagwe situation or I told everyone Yannick and Gagway's not coming to the Giants he posted a picture of Lawrence Taylor and they're like "Ooh, he's coming to the Giants then he also posted a picture of Derek Thomas and blah 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 we're not going to get into that OBJ is not coming here it doesn't matter how many times Brian Dable FaceTimes OBJ it does not matter why because of the fact that he is going to go to a Super Bowl contender now the Giants I'm not saying are a Super Bowl pretender I'm not even saying the Giants are a playoff team yet because it's been two games. But there's already been scuttlebutt, and there's there's been rumors that OBJ to the Bucks has been confirmed. There's also been some talk that he uh, jokingly said he is going to go sign with the team that won either the, the Buccaneer Saints game last week, that he would sign whatever team won that game. So he is going to go to a chance so he can go to the playoffs. Now, of course, and probably try to get that second ring. And I think that's what's going on. There was also jokes that uh, Von Miller was told by OBJ that he's going to go to the winner of the Bills-Rams game. Whoever won that game, that's who he's going to go to the winner of. Come on, guys. OBJ is not coming to... First of all, First of all, let's talk about the fact that he tore his ACL in February. February. So you're looking at at least, I would say, tw- 9 to 12 months of recovery. To come full back in the strength, to come full full strength, so he's probably going to miss the entire year. What is he going to come back in December? So we're going to sit here with the whole Kenny G situation and wait for OBJ to come back in December? No, 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 no. People are smarter than I know. People are smarter than this. I know it. I feel it. It just doesn't make sense. It's all about winning. That's all it's about. And I see a button on my soundboard that says winning, and I want to push it. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Well, that, that, that button really didn't have anything to do with this conversation. I just want to know what the button did. Um, it's not going to happen. Can, can, we just, can we just end this and relax he could talk to all the wide receivers he wants, Brian Dale, but OBJ, A, we don't have the money. B, he's still coming off an ACL. C, it would take forever to get him back on the field. 
Now, when you talk about Kenny G, you know what I find interesting? The Giants have said that Kenny G behind the scenes has done everything. He has done everything. That he is not he's not a malcontent. He's shown up for work every day. Even though he's underperformed, he's he's still, you know, is not a distraction in the locker room. They just don't see, you know, you know, and they've said, I haven't, so a lot of personnel players, uh, people in NFL personnel circles, says, I haven't heard anything about his attitude. As I source said, it sounds like it's a football decision, nothing personal. Listen, it's got to be more than a football de- decision because of the fact that if you're starting David Wrongway Sills over Kenny G, there's a problem. There's an issue. And I don't know what the issue is. But like I said, I mean, yeah, he runs like a mannequin. I still think there was a thing with the hip. There was the attitude issue I talked about and, you know, before we even signed him, going back to the Lions. But he's still a better option than David Wrongway Sills. And I, and I want to talk about the fact that maybe it's not, maybe it's not Kenny G. Maybe it is Daniel Jones. And then I, I alluded to this earlier in, in the, the podcast or the video cast, whatever the hell this is called. I alluded to this earlier. They're all of a, since the Giants have gone 2-0, I have noticed on social media, because I'm big on Twitter. I like Twitter. Because Twitter's the land of stupidity. And I don't have to watch anything. I could just read it and it takes me like 10 seconds. I have a hard I have a hard time. People are like, well, why don't you watch YouTube videos? I don't even watch my own. I love when people tell me what I said. I'm like, okay, if I said, that's what I said. Because um, I just don't I just don't have the patience. Uh, that's why I don't watch YouTube videos. And that's why I like Twitter. But I find I have it uh, the last couple days. I've noticed this groundswell of people pointing out Daniel Jones's flaws. People who were staunch supporters of Daniel Jones are now showing the things that he does wrong daily, that he does wrong in the games and what what the issues are with Daniel Jones and how he's probably not the quarterback because we suddenly see these things. Can I say something? These are the same things that some of us have been saying for over two years and have been pointing this out and been called haters. And now these people, and it's funny because some of these people are content creators because I get them, they send me their videos. And and all of a sudden now it's, well, Daniel Daniel Jones is the pro, may be the problem. Daniel Jones needs to fix his game. I was told I was a hater. I was told, you know, I'm the bad guy. I was told that, and I've said it a million times, I stand on that wall. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. I've been the bastion of truth about Daniel Jones since after his rookie season. And I love it because uh, Mr. Lewis and a bunch of other people sent me all these videos on Twitter. And I, I didn't watch all of them because I, I didn't need to watch them because um, I, I already know what it is. And it was showing the fact that Daniel Jones has an issue, that Daniel Jones is missing wide open guys. Daniel Jones is not looking downfield and Daniel Jones is checking down instead of making the throw downfield. That he's got guys wide open downfield. And, and, and the five videos I was sent, you know, you could see Kadarius Tony, you could see Wrongway David Sills open. And still they're not he's still they're not throwing he's not throwing the ball. He's not launching it. And this has been a product, this has been a theme going back the last two two years, two games. That there are options available downfield. And A, he either just doesn't see it, or B, he's afraid he's afraid to throw it. 
Or C, he's just not recognizing the play fast enough. And like I said, there were literally five plays I was sent from last week. And thank you, Mr. Roldy Lewis, and a bunch of other people that sent me the videos. And I love it because people are pointing these things out. And then you had another content creator who was another Daniel Jones enthusiast posted like a bunch of things in reference to the, the like five or ten things Daniel Jones is doing wrong. These are the same things that Daniel Jones has been doing wrong for two years. This is not news. This is not information that people are like, wow, that's a really deep insight analysis because we've seen it for two years. Two years. And all, it's all of a sudden like the neuralizer has worn off. And people are finally seeing Daniel Jones's flaws. And I think it's because of the fact that the Giants are 2-0. I think it's the fact that the Giants are winning. I think it's the fact that people think the Giants have an opportunity to make the playoffs. And people are finally coming to grips. They're finally coming to terms that you have these issues. There's now a lack of faith in Daniel Jones. I find your lack of faith disturbing. That there is a lack of trust that he is going to make the plays. These aren't things that people who are intelligent football fans have not already seen for two and a half years. Two years, two games. Last week, and I said this during and after the game, it was almost like if his first option wasn't there, he just checked down. There were moments in preseason, and I said this, and I gave him credit for it, Dan Jones. There was moments in preseason, and there were far and few in between, in between that you watched him scan the field, that you watched him go through three progressions before he made a throw. Now, you, can blame, you can't blame the offensive. We can no longer continuously blame the offensive line. You can no longer continuously blame the wide receivers. You can no longer continuously do anything but take a look at the guy that's under center. Plain and simple. And I think that's what we have to do. It's the man in the middle. The guy under center. And I find it interesting because, like I said, now all of a sudden, everyone, everyone's kind of, like I said, the Giants win two games in a row. It looks like they, you know, they have an opportunity to win a couple more. And now people are concerned that Daniel Jones is going to cost us these games. I've already compared Daniel Jones to another former Giant great. And you can go back and look it up. Scott Bruner. Scott Bruner, I believe, was quarterback out of Delaware. Came on in 81 to replace the injured Phil Simms. Led the, led the Giants to a 4-2 and two record. But... And the Giants made the playoffs for the first time in an eon. But it had nothing to do with Bruner. I mean, Bruner had, had, a horrible, had a horrible stretch. The Giants won in spite of Scott Bruner. But Scott Bruner did help the Giants get into the playoffs. And he did help them win a playoff game. He did throw three touchdowns in that playoff game. But he also only completed like seven passes. And then everyone thought, and I remember this clearly, everyone thought in the fandom that Scott Bruner was the new quarterback for the New York football Giants. Then in 82 was the strike year. Scott Brunner had another bad year. Phil Simms got hurt again. 83, the wheels just fell off the bus on Scott Brunner. Phil Simms got hurt again. And 84, Brunner was gone. And, I, and it, was, it was one of those false hopes for a moment in time, but it had nothing to do with Scott Brunner in reference to the Giants winning. And then I love it because there was another video. Um, I don't know if it was a video. I think it was a tweet that they had a passing chart for Daniel Jones. And they kind of showed that Daniel Jones doesn't throw to his right. And I find it interesting because I said, and I laugh because I've said it a million times that Daniel Jones reminds me of the former Notre Dame quarterback, Rick Meyer. Rick Meyer, of course, was a number one pick, a number one pick from the Seattle Seahawks an eon ago. Had a good rookie season. 
So, uh, the Seahawks thought they had their guy, had their quarterback. And then year two and three, the wheels just fell off the bus because of the fact that teams got film on him and understood and learned that he couldn't throw to his left. So what did they do? They stacked the left and made him go to his right. It's like a point guard that can't go to his left or his right. And that's all you need to do. And I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is Scott Bruner. I'm not saying that he's Rick Meyer. But what I am saying is it's interesting how winning is pointing out to some people the flaws in his game, the flaws that have been there since the beginning. And I, and you know what, I've said it before to all these people that are jumping in late. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party, pal. This is something that some of us have seen for two years and your delusionism if that's a word, I think it's a word. I'm going to make that delusionism. That's a word. I'm going to call Webster. I'm going to call Webster's and put it in the dictionary is what's caused the last three years or two and a half years of pain for a lot of other giant fans, because we have been bashed. We have been stashed. We have been called haters because of the fact that we're pointing out issues in Daniel Jones's games. We're not, we're not sitting there and saying he is, you know, he's not a nice kid. We're not sitting there and saying that, you know, he's 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 not a good teammate. All we're sitting there saying is he just doesn't play the game well. Now, the problem is all these guys that are now pointing out these flaws are guys or gals. I don't know. All of them that are pointing out his flaws now, the minute that he puts a 300, he, the minute he puts up a 300 yard game, those those comments are all going to disappear. They're going to go back to Daniel Jones being the, the quarterback of the future. It's all going to just it's all of a sudden just going to vanish. And that's the fickleness. Boy, I'm just coming up with all these great words today. That's the fickleness of certain fan bases and certain creators and certain people that post things on social media. Just stick with your opinion. Be honest. Right or wrong, just have an opinion. I tell people, people are always like, oh, you always think you're right. No, I'm not always right. I know I'm not always right. I say it all the time. And when I'm wrong, I admit it. And I've said it a million times. I told I thought the Giants could win five games this year. If they win, if they win more than five games and I'm wrong and they make the playoffs. I'm happy. That's one of those things I would rather be wrong than be right. And also as a season ticket holder, it doesn't hurt that I'll be going to some game. I'll be going to some meaningful games in maybe December, maybe get an opportunity to get a home playoff game ticket. So it's not going to bother me, but stick by your convictions. It doesn't matter to me that you're changing your mind, but you were so, these people were so vehemently that he was the peacock. I can, you can't keep me cooped up in here, okay? I am a peacock. You gotta let me fly. And he, and he was gonna spread his wings. And it turns out he may be Scott Bruner, or I mean, he may be worse, Dave Brown. That's all I'm saying. I just find it interesting. I find, they say winning cures all ills. I find it interesting that in this case, winning is pointing out flaws in your starting quarterback. I mean, hell, look at Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson had a 70-yard, 70-plus-yard pass and a 70-plus-yard run in the same game. Jalen Hurts looked like, looked like a stud on Monday. You know, it, it's, it's one of those things. Tua, Tua, looks, Tua looked phenomenal at the, at the end of that game. Not, four touchdowns. But these are, th- these are players that have moments that Daniel Jones may, may and probably will never have. And these, some of these guys may turn into the franchise quarterback that teams want. Look at you. You can never compare. And, we can, and, and thank God the comparisons to Josh Allen have just stopped. Because I couldn't deal with that anymore. Daniel Jones barely cracks 300 yards in two games. And you got quarterbacks that are throwing for 400 yards in one. Two has got over 700 yards passing. 
to Daniel Jones like 300. And that's Tua. Everyone hated Tua last year. Everyone made fun of Tua. The, the weak-armed quarterback Tua. It is what it is. We're moving on from Daniel Jones either way in 2023. You're not going to franchise tag him because of the $32 million hit off of when we have about $55 million in cap space. You're not going to sign him. You're not going to give him 20 plus. But you're not going to give him $100 million for 20 plus for the next five either. Because you're, you, 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 you still, even if he starts playing somewhat well, you still have no clue what's going on. But like I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it again. All giant fans, especially younger ones, I want you to do something for me. I, I, I want you to. This, this, I'm gonna give people a homework assignment here. I want you to go and Google the 1981 Giants, and I also want you to go and Google Scott Bruner. That's all I want you to do today, and then you could see the eerie similarities to this situation. And I think it'll I think it'll help out everyone. Uh, Graham Gano just won the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week with his 12 points, 10 rebounds, and three assists and two blocks. We're gonna have a lot of fun videos coming up. I'm feeling a little bit better. My voice is coming back a little bit, but I was told I need to rest of my voice. So we're probably gonna we're probably. I, and I'm thinking that as this video went longer than I thought it was gonna go. So I gotta need to rest my voice for a little bit. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like. If you subscribe, if you ring that button, you know what it means. That'd be awesome.